If you like this podcast, check out Studio Red's amazing lineup of podcasts at StudioRedMedia.com. Is it good? Welcome back to our Spider-Man 2 podcast where we talk about whether or not Sam Raimi's original Spider-Man trilogy is good. Today, Todd Labarge and I are going to be talking about Spider-Man 2, the one and only greatest movie of the Holy Trilogy. (laughs) It is definitely more serious. Takes itself more serious. Oh, yeah. 100%. I would say for being the best one, it's probably the most forgotten one. You know what? Of the trilogy. There's something to that that I would agree to. Because I was just mentioning to you that for some reason, I remember more clearly Spider-Man 1 in my head than I do Spider-Man 2. And part of it is probably just because so many things happen in Spider-Man 2. Like... This movie is packed with like story, uh, like plot. There's just so much plot. It's so thick. There are very iconic scenes that overshadow the rest of the movie. I would say, yeah, like like there. I mean, the train scene. Oh yeah, the train scene is a classic. Um, I would say. The bank scene even yeah, is, the is, bank scene is, is a good awesome. one. So I, I so I had trouble uh, before just keeping those two separate because those yeah. are two different scenes, and I just yeah. thought that they were the same because Spider-Man and Doc Ock fight on like the top of a building multiple times or yeah. twice at least. Yeah, several times. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, there's once again so much happening mm-hmm. in this movie yeah. that legitimately after we watched it yesterday, I forgot. Like my brain just like dumped everything I saw, so um, I was kind of worried about that because it it really was. I was just sitting there last night, being like, "Yeah, what did I watch?" Like, yeah. So for our for for our listeners, we watched the movie together. Yeah. Yesterday. Yesterday. And we gave ourselves a day to digest the movie, and now having uh, marinated on all the juicy substance (laughs) we will now talk about everything that we've been digesting for the last 24 hours beautiful yeah (laughs) exactly those are the words I would want to use Um, (laughs) digesting marinating in the juices Uh Uh, (laughs) let's open this bad boy up yeah open this can so on this episode we are going to go over act one of Spider-Man 2 um and Act One we have uh, discussed is from the opening scene mm-hmm. to the when opening credits. Doc Ock describes what he is planning to do. Yeah. So that is a good. It's actually a little bit long. The first act is pretty long in this movie. Is it? Yeah. I mean, it's we're well into because he. Yeah. Well, the movie... It's, it's like 40 minutes into the movie. Well, the movie itself is, I think, two hours long, right? Yeah, but that's... The, usually the first act is the first 25 minutes. Yeah. And so if that was right, yeah, then it would be Mary Jane's Broadway show would be the end of act one. Yeah, well... Which is also a possibility because, once again, the villain's not really the threat to the movie. 
It's his relationship with Mary Jane. Well, we'll get into that. Yeah, we'll get into that. <laughs> but that is an interesting thought. Yeah. Um, but anyways, the ending of Act 1, as Todd said, is whenever Doc Ock is kind of um, by himself in that abandoned building uh, on the on the what I think is the Hudson River in New York and his he's already got his tentacles they've already uh, begun to change his mind about what he needs to do and he's talking about rebuilding the machine that's the end of act one yeah so let's dive into swinging swinging I always say dive it's always swinging yeah, it's always swinging to Spider-Man 2 yeah. act one alright right off the bat what are we seeing, Lewis? Right off the bat, we're seeing amazing credits, uh, beautiful credits. I mean, if uh, if you thought that Spider-Man 1's credits were awesome, wait till you see <laughs> Spider-Man 2's credits. These credits are Oscar-worthy <laughs> for so many reasons. I mean, first of all, you've got this beautiful artwork. Yeah. I don't know who painted all these scenes, but every single one of the pieces of, uh, of art that you're seeing mm-hmm. is so beautifully made and they describe where we are up until this point. So you, so without paying attention, if you were a little kid, you would just be like, whoa, these are these are so cool scenes from Spider-Man 1. But in reality, this is serving a huge important purpose. Yeah. It's like refreshing your mind. Yeah. It's previously getting, on. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's the previously on Spider-Man. But so it's getting your mind up to speed. It's getting you in the mood. Right. Artistically, very yeah. visually beautiful. Exactly. Yeah. And 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 just from from that point of view where it's it's getting you in the proper mindset, you know, you're it's so I don't know how long the intro credit scenes are, but they're probably just as long, if not longer, than Spider-Man 1's. Yeah. And that's such a great thing. I love that. I well, wish we had credits nowadays that were that took their time at the beginning of the movie because it, it watch just a did... Netflix show <laughs> all Netflix shows have the longest intros of all time well it just serves to like predispose your mind yeah. to like what you're gonna watch like yeah. it like you're getting in the in the mood I will say this though I think I like how they did Spider-Man 1 better where it wasn't just like the web and then a picture of it. Mm-hmm. It was actually like visual effects of you saw like Spider-Man. Yeah. You saw like kind of the different things that are happening that worked in with that web. Uh. The drawings and the paintings don't really, it looks like a iTunes like uh, preset, like kind of for something where you have the webs, but then you can just add your photo in there. <laughs> I don't know. That's kind of what I felt. Like I enjoyed seeing those. But if you're going to go with the graphic effects of the web and all that stuff, you need to kind of stick with that. But <laughs> I completely disagree. They've already, in the beginning, have ruined their consistency. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I do not believe what I'm hearing. <laughs> no, that's ridiculous. This, the, the opening credit scenes are awesome. They, they serve to catch you up. They serve to put you in the right mindset. And they're also beautiful to look at. I mean... And the music, the music in the opening <laughs> credits is just beautiful. I mean, I would say this, some people might think this is a bold claim. I don't think it is. I would say that the music in the the original trilogy of Spider-Man is the best uh, superhero music we've had thus far. 
I might agree with you, actually. Yeah. Um, Infinity War had a great, 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 great soundtrack. Yeah, and on and at this point, we've both seen Endgame. Right. And so we, have... we probably even we probably like the score for right. Avengers even more. Yeah, I do. Yeah, 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 but... yeah. And that's the that's the thing is rewatching Spider Man. Man, they Spider Man Two just is so good. It's yeah. So theatrical. Oh my god. Um, it is beautiful. It's it's like you're watching a movie, but at the same time yeah. you've got like a full orchestra just like on the side, yeah. you know, in the movie theater. Just when like, you, it, I mean, it really that the we'll talk about that in Act Three, but that final scene when he's swinging away, and, you know, sees May. Yeah. That score is just heartbreaking. It's really really beautiful. Yeah. Easily forgotten. Um. All right. So. We, the credits go, uh-huh. and we hear good old Peter Bracken say, She looks at me every day, Mary Jane Watson. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, boy. Man, just... if, 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 <laughs> I want to love, I, I want, I want somebody to love me yeah. like Peter Parker loves Mary Jane. Yeah. Like, he he is absolutely. So you want someone player. that says, "Hey, I love you," and then when you're ready to love them, they're like, "No, I can't love you." And then like you're like, <laughs> "Wait, what? I love you?" And they're like, and then you're trying to move on, and then they're like, "I love you." And <laughs> the circumstances lip, lip, were never lip, right, lip. Todd. He's Spider Man. You know, I once heard that. You know, it could be the right person uh-huh. at the wrong time. Yeah. That's or true. the wrong person at the right time, uh-huh. and it's they're both wrong. Because you know it's got to be the right person, right time. And Peter Parker mm-hmm. could be the right person, but it's always the wrong time. Always, yeah. Well, That's some red flags right there. He does have an issue with time. He's late, <laughs> always late. So <laughs> now that gives us to the amazing scene. To set up the whole movie. Yeah. I mean, right off the bat, we're having fun. Yeah. I mean, we're we're being reminded how great Spider-Man was through the yeah. credits. We are seeing Mary Jane. Yeah, which she, reminds us that the whole thing is about Mary Jane. Well, and it's way. also letting us know that she is successful. She's oh, doing yeah. great. She's on the billboard. Yeah. Um, you know, Peter's talking, so we're like, of course, Peter is going to be successful because, mm-hmm. you know, Mary Jane's successful. Nope. <laughs> hey, yo, He's like, help. stop, stop, Peter, stop. <laughs> Peter, you're late, always late. Oh. <laughs> and uh, essentially, in this scene, his boss, the pizza pizza yeah, owner. Mr. Aziz. Mr. Aziz. Yeah. <laughs> um, amazing. They even gave him a name. Gives him an impossible task. Yeah. He's like, he's like... <laughs> You have 42 blocks yeah. to go in seven minutes <laughs> in rush hour in New York City and or you're fired. Here's the first, uh, this would never happen in New York. said eight extra large deep dish pizzas. Okay, you had a problem with that. I had no problem with That's that. That's Chicago. People, people New, eat New all York kinds of- New York is the one that always say Chicago's deep dish pizza is a casserole. They always say that. They say New York never has that. A New York slice is literally a giant, thin pizza. It is not a deep dish. Maybe it was a Chicagoite living in New York City who wanted a piece of home. So you think Mr. Aziz is a Chicagoite? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think Mr. Aziz 
serves deep dish pizza because he doesn't <laughs> discriminate against pizza types. What, what it was like? What was the pizza uh, place called? Uh, I don't know exactly. What is it, it pizza called. time? No, no, get out of here. <laughs> no, I mean it that would like, make it sense. It's probably just like Mr. Aziz Pizza or something. Yeah, like that. probably. Um, yeah. So I had a problem that no, New York establishment would be serving deep dish pizza, but once w- again, that's just lazy writing. Yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> it was something like Papa Joe's Pizza. Papa, yeah, something. I think it was Papa Joe's Pizza. Right, that makes yeah. sense. Because he was like, Papa Joe's twenty nine minute <laughs> guarantee. It may not mean anything to you, Peter. But, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> what, what does he say? Extra large deep dish pizzas. In eight minutes, I am defaulting on Joe's 29-minute guarantee. Then, not only am I receiving no money for these pizzas, but I will lose the customer forever to pizza year. Look, you are my only hope, all right? You have to make it in time. Peter, you're a nice guy, but you're just not dependable. This is your last chance. You have to go 42 blocks in seven and one half minutes. Your ass is fired. Go! <laughs> Peter's just like looking at him like, it's literally impossible. Yeah, yeah. Like, he's there's like, absolutely zero way. So he gives him like, go! Like, no, nothing to hold the pizzas to make them warm, which is, I was a pizza driver. That would never happen. You would never just have a stack of box pizzas. It would get so cold, which we noticed when Peter throws his boxes of pizzas on the balcony, mm-hmm. which that guy just <laughs> just yeah, some grab, random guy. grabs a slice. That it is you... not deep dish pizza. It is New York style pizza. Do you notice that when he's eating it? It's uh, it's a normal you know, slice now that I'm of pizza. Thinking about it, it does look like a thinner. So why did Mister Aziz <laughs> <laughs> say it was deep dish pizza? Is he a liar? Well, his guarantee would suggest that he is a liar. So p- therefore, Peter Parker, right off the bat, is already being thrown under bus. Yeah, because his his boss, boss Mister Aziz, is lying about the eight deep dish pizzas. Which are normal, extra large New York style. This is a this is more of a bigger deal <laughs> it than a, it should be to you. It's about the integrity of the slice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about pizza, man. I'm talking about cheese. I'm talking about bread. I'm talking about sauce. It's the baby. integrity of the slice. Come on, come on. Uh, <laughs> if my hero is. Delivered pizza. Anyway, so we have that. He's he's not gonna make it. Peter's not gonna make it in no, the traffic. No. He zooms in. Becomes Spider Man. Becomes Spider Man. Classic line. Yeah. One one. New Yorkers are famous for not noticing other people. That's the whole point of New York. You fall down, no one picks you up. <laughs> because New York, baby, it's the city that never sleeps. You're on your own. You fall down, you get yourself back. At up. least that's the New York that they're that they're giving us. Yeah, well, that's like the famous New York, isn't? Isn't yeah, that what New yeah. York is all about? Yeah, I mean, about? there are nice people in New York, though. So one guy notices a pizza driver who literally are invisible to most people. Uh huh. Go into an alley, and yeah. then Spider Man swings out. <laughs> now, granted, I get that. You saw if I saw Spider Man swinging out, I would be like, whoa. Stole that guy's pizza. I, I mean, what's what if he called the cops on? I guess he would agree. That's where is that where the whole premise of Spider-Man is a menace 
Because that, that's what Peter says later on is that you've turned the whole city against me. Well, maybe stop stealing people's pizza, Peter. So you're saying that <laughs> the city turns against Peter or against Spider-Man because he stole some pizzas. Uh, yeah, it's extra large. Hey, we don't know what this pizza is. <laughs> New Yorkers are about their pizza, they baby. Are, it's about the cheese, baby. It's about the crust. <laughs> it's about the water that makes the bread. Yeah, yeah. Um, but anyway, so he is swinging through yeah. the city. And and he sees two little kids who are crossing the street in a giant truck. Yeah. Just like. And then he throws the pizzas. They land on the edge of a building. And then he swings down, just like catches those kids like a like a linebacker tackling. <laughs> like <laughs> like I, when I saw that, I was like, oh, man, like these two kids. These kids are dead. How do they? <laughs> They have died. Yeah. No, he puts them down. He's like, hey. Remember, look both ways or something. Or, no, no. He was just like, no playing in the streets, okay? And then they're like, thank you, Mr. Spider-Man. Something like that. Um, and then he, like, swings back, goes to grab the pizzas, and there's this one guy uh, at the on the edge of a, of a building, like, eating a slice of pizza. Mm-hmm. Spider-Man comes, takes all the boxes, and he's still got that one slice in his hand. And he's like, oh, well, I guess I'll just eat this one slice. Spider-Man stops. Yeah. And he's like, (laughs) (laughs) snatches that one slice away right before he takes a bite. That that, that slice of pizza looked disgusting, by the way. Well, Um, a slice is a slice. That's true. It's about the (laughs) zot. It's a a pizza, man. It's a pizza. baby. Um, So Next scene, you see Peter. I love the next scene. Uh, so he is in a closet. How did he get into that closet? You I guess what? he came through the vents. That's a really good question. Uh, that is a completely plausible explanation that it came through the vents into the closet. But then that receptionist is just like yeah, chewing gum and no. just like looking but over But that's that New York attitude, baby. Yeah, she just doesn't care. <laughs> she just doesn't that's care. That's what I'm telling you. She is about the prices of the pizza. She's about paying it. She is not going to pay yeah, it. She's just looking at the time. She's yeah. like, 29-minute guarantee? Mm. This is before she took her job on Bones and made a whole bunch of money. Oh, yeah. And she was like, this is probably one of her first. This is Zoe Deschanel's sister. Uh-huh. Which uh, I didn't know. Yeah. She does look like her. Yeah. <laughs> and um, this is before she got big. So, but she she kills it. She crushes it. Yeah. Scene. She's just so she is bored. So New York. So New York, baby. Yeah. And she's like, I'm just ready to get out of here. It's definitely got to be a metaphor for what Peter's feeling. You think so? Oh, yeah. Like, he's Please doing elaborate. his best. He's literally swinging through the city. He's saving kids. Yeah. The pizza is his life. Yeah. You know? Um, it's all his different responsibilities and stuff mm-hmm. like that. He gets it there. They might look a little beat up. They might look a little smashed. Yeah. And but it's still pizza. Only a couple minutes late, too. Yeah. And she's like, I'm not paying. Yeah. <laughs> Wait a minute. You're getting ahead of yourself. Well, he says the best line. Well, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> we got to explain what's going on. <laughs> so Peter comes out to the closet fighting a horde of brooms and mops and dustpans. Like a nerd. They're just like, they're coming at him. Ugh. 
I mean, this foreshadowing of the tentacles of Doc Ock, if you will. Do you think that they had to, like, just break for the day after that scene because <laughs> everyone on set was just laughing so hard? Was, <laughs> they were just like, okay, everyone, go I, home. I probably take 24 would. Hours. I love that scene. Like, every time I see that scene, I was just like, this is genius. And then he, like, finally, like, after five minutes of getting, like, all that cleaning supplies in the closet. Yeah. <laughs> and they all just, like... <laughs> It's he's, he's throwing them in, and then he starts closing the door, and they all just like come out at him. Uh, he finally gets it. Then he goes over to the receptionist, and what does he say? Pizza time. Pizza time. <laughs> the best line, probably. <laughs> Arguably the best line. A, 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 a fan favorite. Amazing. Pizza time. Pizza time. And the woman's just like, <laughs> You're late. <laughs> I'm not paying for those. He doesn't fight it. And Peter's he doesn't like, fight it. Well, there's nothing you can do. Nah, I mean, the guarantee like, is, is a guarantee. Okay. And so he's just like, he literally doesn't say anything. He's just like, mm-hmm. pizza time. I'm not paying for those. He leaves the pizzas and he comes back to Mr. Aziz. And Mr. Aziz is like, you're fired, Peter. <laughs> and Peter's like, please, Mr. Aziz, I need this job. He's like, you're fired. Joe's 29 minute guarantee is a promise, man. I know to you, Parker, a promise means nothing. But to me, it's serious. Serious to me too, Mr. Aziz. You're fired. Go. Please, I need this job. You're fired. Give me another chance. What you were just saying about how it's like the pizzas and him delivering the pizzas could be like a metaphor, I think... I think that could like there's something to that. Right. Because we were talking about yesterday how new like the whole setup of the movie is just that New York is just like stomping on Peter the whole movie. Yeah. Like you watch this movie and you're like, Holy cow, Peter Parker has the worst life in the world. Like yeah. he, he's given this impossible task by his pizza boss, Mr. Aziz. Yeah. Forty two blocks in seven minutes. Even as Spider-Man, he can't get there on time. Yeah, um, He gets there and the woman is just like a jerk. She wants nothing to do with him. She's yeah. just like, I'm not paying for those. He goes back. He gets fired by his boss. And then what happens immediately after? Peter, you're fired. You're fired. You're fired. <laughs> Hello, Peter. You listening? You're fired. <laughs> At the Daily Bugle. He's just like. J. Jonah Jameson. <laughs> you're fired, Peter. Hey. Hello. You listening? You're fired. Peter Parker in that world of rich characters of explosive personalities <laughs> is legitimately like a glass of water at a cocktail party. Like you're seeing all these wonderful, amazing drinks around you and Peter's just sitting there. Plain old water. Mm-hmm. Nice haircut. Clean shaven, mm-hmm. nice clothes, but nothing. He's giving me nothing. <laughs> you are anti Peter Parker, aren't you? I am, because he is boring. Um, <laughs> you have no idea what Pe- you have no idea what he brought to the table. He's he's I, by, I by think taking I do when I look, see listen, that he brought no, nothing. To by the taking table. a step back in in uh, level of energy and emotion and, and vivid character 
By mm. taking that step back, he allows us to take that step in. So we are all <laughs> Peter Parker. He allows us to fill in the blanks. That's a literary device. You would know that, Todd, if you were more uh, literate. Literate. <laughs> um, so uh, anyways, he's in the Daily Bugle. Yeah. Great scene. You're fired. You're fired. And he's, like, <laughs> he's like, why? Well, I, it's, it's great photos. Yeah. They're, yeah. They're fantastic photos. But, but J. Jonah Jameson's like, uh, hello, I'm not paying you to be a sensitive artiste. I'm paying you. Pitch- I'm paying you because for some reason that <laughs> Spider-Man poses for you. Do you think that was Sam Raimi kind of sticking it to the studio when he's like, "I want to make a more artsy film," and they're like, "We're not paying you to be an artiste. <laughs> well, we want that Spider-Man, baby." Well, from my point of view, this isn't it artistic is artistic movie. Art, uh, it's an artistic movie. I don't think it's an art film. Is what you kept saying. <laughs> You got many times in the movie you said, wow, this is an art film. If a movie is artistic, then one could say this is an art film. If it is artistic, <laughs> then it, ju- it just follows. Calm down. I mean, I don't need to yell at me. I, <laughs> we haven't even gotten into all the artistic stuff about this. This movie brings a lot to the table. I would say it's already art. Like, we've already gotten to artistic moment. Oh, yeah, but not even to the best ones. Through the air. <laughs> Okay. Yo, right. no, I got those. <laughs> <laughs> um, All right. Well, uh, Peter Parker at this point is like, Spider Man won't let me uh, take pictures for him anymore. You've turned the whole city against them. Yeah. And J. Jonah Jameson's like, a fact I'm very proud of. Yeah. And his, <laughs> uh, you know, like right hand man keeps calling, JJ, five minutes till deadline. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I just love that line. And then Betty, uh, she's like, she keeps coming in. He's like, not now. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> and, and then she still... comes in again. He's like, still not now. <laughs> Your wife called. She said she lost her checkbook. Thanks for the good news. (laughs) Thanks for the good news. (laughs) J. Jonah Jameson is just killing Uh, He is. I would say he is the unsung hero of this movie. Like, he is is so good. He is a crucial part of the movie. He is a leg that this movie stands on. Whatever they took in the first movie... They just amped up in this one. Yeah, and his wife's great, and they did a great job of it because actually he is like a crucial part of the movie. Like he is in yeah. this movie significantly more than yeah. his character is in Spider-Man One. Well, and definitely plays into what is about to happen later yeah. in the movie. So, um, so finally Peter does pull out a photo. Yeah, he's like, fine, fine. He and gives him that one picture, and he's like, scrap. I'll give you a hundred dollars for it. He's like, one hundred fifty. So the hundred fifty, oh, yeah. he goes three hundred. Right. He's like, ah, it's ridiculous. Deal. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, the the guy comes in. He's like, two minutes to deadline, JJ. And he's like, here you go. There's your front page. Uh, Mass menace terrorize the city. <laughs> he's like, I told you he's not a menace. I, w- and I told you. I got it. I'll take care of it. I'll take care. <laughs> I want to know how many Daily Bugle like headlines is literally the same ones over and over and over. Mass minutes, mass minutes, minutes. <laughs> it's like always minutes. It's like every single time he's like, I got a headline for you. It's like, dude, you need to like mix it up a bit. Yeah. Like you would you wonder like what like yeah. do these people who read the Daily Bugle ever get tired of seeing Spider Man oh, as yeah. a mass menace on well, the cover? And in today's day and age, if I hear I know they like the show like the heroes get attacked and stuff like that. Mm. But I think it would essentially be like saying firefighters are mass menace by saving people from fires. You know, like, there's just something there where it's like, at what point do the people turn 
and say, no, you can't say those things about Spider-Man. That's crazy. Yeah. You're going to go bankrupt, Daily Bugle. Well, we'll see at what point that happens in Spider-Man 3. Kind of. The city. The city I mean, exception. Daily Bugle's still in that huge building. It's still doing great. Yeah, yeah, This yeah. is before print is dead. Well, it has nothing to do really with... Uh... <laughs> I guess J.J. would get his dues in 10 years when, when all print died. <laughs> yeah, I guess you're right. So, yeah. but, um, so, yeah, that's great. And then Peter goes out there. Gives his check to Betty, and she's like, oh, man. This doesn't cover the advance I gave you last week, or last month. Yeah, and he's just like, he's, oh, his, We've all head, been his head is down in shame, and she's oh. like, oh, Betty Brandt, beautiful Betty Brandt. Uh, she's like, hey, chin up, okay? That relationship uh, should have worked. That is a great relationship. <laughs> I know you're a, a fan of Toby and Betty. but I am, because... She gets that world. Yeah. She knows the high stakes. She things are moving, things are going. She also can like take someone who's difficult mm-hmm. and like work with him. It's great. And but so Peter I, is like a shining monument of love and hope. Well, but but you're right. Mm-hmm. But that's not who Peter is. Peter, I know. Peter is not the kind of person. And that's why I'm saying Peter is wrong. <laughs> Peter is a wrong person. <laughs> <laughs> Your argument is basically Peter sucks for everything. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good argument. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Which so, is wrong. And I am going to continually fight you on that. So we got the chin up, um, and it was great. Uh, yeah. Uh, after this scene, he goes to his school. And he is like running. Well, we actually we forgot that JJ <laughs> said because uh, he didn't have a picture. And he says, "Here's the headline: Food poisoning scares sweep city." And then the guy goes, "Some food got poisoned." He's <laughs> like, "I'm a little nauseous." Uh, That's just a great line. Sorry, you keep going. <laughs> I just I love that line. <laughs> that was a good line. Uh, yeah. After the Daily Bugle scene, we go into Peter running back into his school. Uh, going to class, and he's just, like, swerving through everybody, and he runs into Dr. Connors, and he's like, Peter, yeah, uh, where where were you headed, Peter? Well, I, what I loved was that Peter gets hit, all his books go on the ground, and someone says, watch a jerk. Oh, watch a jerk. <laughs> like, to Peter. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, wow. Yeah. That That is also, we're, we're seeing, you know, just allegories of Peter's life, you yeah. know, symbolism of, uh, He's getting knocked down. Mm-hmm. He's trying to do the right thing, yeah. and people still hate yeah, him. Yeah, this is just another example of like New York being personified by a different like thing. Now it's like people just like running into Peter yeah. and hitting him, but like it's just another occasion of New York just like spitting on Peter. Like Peter has no no life. Yeah, Peter has no worth, no value in the eyes of New York City. Yeah, and New York City is making it known to Peter Parker that you suck and we don't like you. And like every single time that there's an opportunity for Peter to get you know pummeled, it happens. And so now he's like running through uh, the courtyard, swerving through people. He he like bumps into somebody and all his books fall. He's getting down to pick him up. He picks him up and multiple people like. <laughs> Hit him in the in the yeah. A backpack hits him in the head. It happens like literally three times. Yeah, that Sam Raimi was one of those people. Yeah, Sam Raimi was one of the people who hit him with a backpack. Uh, But it literally happens like three times. (laughs) Hey, wow, Doctor Connors, 
Sorry. Where were you headed, Parker? To your class. My class is over. My class is over? <laughs> See me here right now? <laughs> And he's Sounds like, like a classic like college professor. Well, like, that like is how what, all college professors would would handle that situation. They'd be like, "My class is over. See me standing, standing here, here right now." Like, jeez, <laughs> like, Louise. Well, and then uh, then Peter's like, "I'm trying," and he's like, "Then be here." Like yeah. that's just like, well, of course, duh, obviously. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, Doctor Khan, I'm sorry. I'm working two jobs. I'm also saving the city. Um, I'm broke. <laughs> yeah. No matter what. Um, yeah, you're right. Hmm. I should just be here. <laughs> well, you know what? You know what? The one day I was taking an exam, 9-11 happened. <laughs> yeah. you know, Thanks, Dr. Collins. There was There was a point yesterday that I made to you while we were watching the movie yeah. that was uh, that I truly think – I mean, you could do this with any movie. Uh, I'll go ahead and say that. But there are just so many, like, um, I think parallels that one could make to, like – living kind of like a, a Christian life yeah. style or a Christian life and how just like you can draw these parallels between Peter Parker's life and how his life sucks yeah. but he's doing the right thing yeah and to how you know just like whenever you're trying to live a lifestyle that is that is that you're trying to do the right thing yeah it sucks so many times it's like it's counterintuitive hard. to culture exactly yeah and he is just like Dr. Connors uh is kind of like in that moment he's like just do it. Just be here. <laughs> and we're like, we're suffering. Like, yeah. give us words of encouragement. Let yeah. us, like, know that we're not alone. Yeah. Just be here. I know. <laughs> like... it, it, yeah. But but still, like, at some point, like, that is kind of the answer. You know, it's just like, just do it. You know, just keep going. And honestly, here's where we hit upon the point of the movie. Uh, the, the, the message of the entire movie, which... You know, Act One, we're only going to be setting it up. But the message of Spider-Man 2 is hold on. Yeah. Just hold on a little bit longer. And we're going to see that in in uh, in Act Two of yeah. this movie. Yeah. Act Two is definitely – Act One is setting right at the bat. We're getting beat yeah. up. Yeah. We're setting up the legs yeah. on which this movie's standing on. So yeah. we're not there yet. But in Act 2, we're going to see how uh, this whole movie is just teaching Peter Parker to hold on a little yeah. bit longer. Yeah. Um, but anyways, so after – He's talking to the Connors and, you know, kind of like, you're exhausted. What's going on? Yeah. And stuff. And Your paper on fusion is still overdue. I know. I'm, I'm planning to write it on Dr. Otto Octavius. Planning is not a major at this university. Octavius is a friend of mine. Better do your research, Parker. Get it done, or I'm failing you. And then from that moment to surprise. Yeah, he goes He goes back home, finally. Yeah. Or I guess not to his home, but because he's moved out Aunt at Mays. this point. To Aunt May's house, and surprise! He's like, what's the occasion? <laughs> like, your birthday, <laughs> silly. Now, like, whether I can you want to remember to it or not. Because just a couple days ago, uh -huh. I celebrated my own birthday. Yeah. And so Peter and I... Congratulations. Happy birthday. Thank you so much. Now, you were at that birthday. Yes. It was a nice dinner. It was a nice good dinner. Good times. Beautiful dinner. Beautiful people. Would you say it was as good as Peter Parker's birthday party? <laughs> with I would say... three balloons and... <laughs> I'd say it got close, but Peter... I would still... Perf like, if it was my birthday, I would want Peter Parker's <laughs> birthday party. 
I would I would choose Peter Parker's birthday party. That's the saddest birthday party. <laughs> I, in my notes, I just have the world's saddest birthday party. Oh, my gosh. No, it's <laughs> it not. It is awful. The three people that he loves and cares about Aunt the May, most are right there. Mary Jane, Harry. Yeah. His best friend, uh-huh. the love of his life, <laughs> and his, the woman who raised him yeah. are there. And they surprised him. They made a cake for him. They all got together. That's beautiful. Yeah, but right off the bat, Harry's like, if you knew that, I didn't. <laughs> oh, my God. He is – we already know that, like, yeah. like Harry is all about oh, vengeance. Yeah. Well, what happens is, you know, he doesn't remember his birthday, and he's just like, I've just been so busy. Yeah. And Harry's, like, taking pictures of your friend. <laughs> <laughs> and Peter just, like, kind of brushes it off and – you know, uh, I and, love it, it. It legitimately is like a Republican Democrat at a party. Like it's that intense yeah. of a like discussion. Yeah. Like you, you busy talking about Trump. Think yeah. about, you know, like it's like, <laughs> like uh, not tonight. Taking away our guns. <laughs> <laughs> not tonight, Harry. Yeah, uh, yeah. Aunt May is literally like My the right less we choice. Not tonight, Harry. Yeah, and Aunt, Aunt May literally comes in. And she's like, the less we talk about that man, the better. <laughs> And um, so they go, they go, Aunt May. There's three people at this party. It's so intense. Yeah, it is intense. Oh, man. It is, I'm sorry. It is a sad, pitiful party. It is absolutely awful. So. <laughs> Lewis is like biting his tongue right now. You are a monster, Todd. You're a monster. (laughs) So Peter Parker's saving the city, doing all he can to survive. Yeah, he deserves a bigger party. Uh, (laughs) So, um, so they go. So Aunt May and Mary Jane go and prepare some food, and Harry's like, "She's waiting for you, man." And he's like, "What are you talking about?" He's like, "The way she looks at you, the way she doesn't look at you." And uh, he's just like, ah, I just don't have time for women. And Harry's like, are you dead? He's just like, no, I've just been really busy. He's yeah. Like, Taking pictures of your friend? Yeah. Well, <laughs> Harry, like, the, the the first thing, one of the first things he says is, so where you been, pal? You don't return my calls. I've been busy. Taking pictures of Spider-Man. How's the bug these days? How's the bug these days? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So he's just if Spider Man if Spider Man existed in our present day reality, we would say stuff like that. Yeah. That's the bug these days. Yeah. But um anyways. Well whenever, and then what, he's like, How's Oscorp? Peter says, How's Oscorp going? And, yeah. You know, they're about to make a breakthrough. On fusion. Yeah. Very big very big deal and stuff. Yeah. And um, he's like and he's like uh uh he mentions Doctor Osborne. And Peter's like, I'm running on paper on him. Uh, Otto Octavius. Oh, yeah, yeah, sorry. Dr. Otto Octavius. And Peter's, <laughs> and Peter's like, oh, I'm writing a paper on him. Yeah. He's like, you want to meet him? Yeah. Harry is just like the pal. Uh, you can tell. Like, oh, they're still, they they're still, still love, love each other. They're still they love. love each other. They're brothers. Like, at this point, it's more than just friendship. They're brothers. Yeah. Like, yeah. No doubt. Yeah. They've, they've, they, you know, live together. Yeah. They both lost. And just like brothers, they, there's some degree of like animosity there. Yeah. You know, there's love, but there's still some like some degree of animosity there, yeah. just like in any relationship. But he's still like trying to hook him up. He's like, you want to meet him? He's yeah. like, you'd introduce me? He's like, <laughs> Of course. Yeah, yeah. And um, I mean, in a way, they both lost a father figure. Like Harry oh, yeah. knew how much um, Norman loved 
Peter mm-hmm. and so yeah. Peter respected and joined. Yeah. So and, and not to mention Peter lost his uncle. So yeah. in the first movie they both lost their father. Yeah, their exactly. respective father yeah. figures. So like Norman Osborn yeah. for Harry and Ben Parker for yeah. Peter. Yeah. So a lot of love there. Uh Harry seems to be putting all his chips on Otto. Yeah. He's you know, he says that it's gonna put Osborne on the map. Yeah. Which Osborne like owns New York City, so I don't know how they're not on the map already <laughs> and they have a military contract. But Well, they had a military contract. They had that's they true. They lost right? it in the first <laughs> if you're paying attention, they lost a military when contract. When your boss went homicidal. Um before. He went homicidal because of the military contract. Yeah. Um so anyways, uh Harry once again is like uh Whenever Peter's like, I don't have time for girls right now. He's like, What are you dead? He's like, I've just been so busy like, taking care of your, taking pictures of your friend. And Peter's just finally like, Can we not do this right now? Yeah. He's like, I don't have time for girls right now. Why are you dead? I've been kind of busy taking pictures of your friend. Could we get off that subject? I want us to be friends, Harry. I want us to trust each other. And be honest with me. If you knew who he was, would you tell me? From Harry to then we see the bill overdue. So we're finding out that Aunt May is having some financial problems of her own. Mm-hmm. Her house is uh, the foreclosure. You know, it's probably gonna happen. She's yeah. about to be evicted. And yeah, it's it's bad. Lots of lots of bad things. Yeah, she's, she's still, behind. She's very behind. And she says, Peter brings it up to her, and she's like. So, <laughs> I'm behind. I'm a little behind. This is Everybody a is. woman of valor. Like, oh, yeah. She is amazing. She is a classy woman. She's a classy woman. She's yeah. a strong woman. Yeah. She's an independent woman yeah. who loved her husband for oh, many, yeah. many years. Oh, for sure. And now she's living that single life. Yeah. And she's a strong woman. She's having to adjust, you know? Yeah. She says she's behind, so everybody is. <laughs> and... This is where we get an emotional moment. Mm-hmm. She gives the twenty dollars to Peter, and he's saying no. Well, she gives it as a birthday present. She's just like, "Here you go." And kiddo. she breaks down because it's kind of like her being like, "I need to do something. Mm-hmm. I need to have some control." Yeah. And uh, so it's a very powerful moment, and that's when she kind of like lets Peter know. I kind of wish I knew who did Uncle Ben who killed him you know like I, I just would like to meet the man respond you know like she is now letting him know it's just that I miss your Uncle Ben so much can you believe that it's two years next month since he was taken I think to myself at times were I to face the one responsible for what happened I'd Oh, I don't know what I'd do. To him taking out the trash. Yes. Oh, man. Another beautiful A callback to the first movie. Yes. I love how they do that, too. Like, that's where they, that's their spot. Like, every teenage person yeah. uh, who's ever been in love with somebody, you know, they have a spot. There's a spot. Yeah. And spot for the, MJ and for Peter, that, it's spot, the trash. that spot is the backyard. <laughs> the where backyard. the garbage is. Just like, Peter, it's a metaphor for the relationship. No. So. <laughs> Peter's taking out the trash, and uh, MJ's out there waiting on him. Yeah. You know, she's sitting there, and uh, 
she is on her side, on her her family's uh, side of the yard, and and she's like, you know, they say hi, and he's like, hey, and uh, they. Um, I mean, they are instantly. There's love. instant tension, instant, instant like love, love attraction, love chemistry. Yeah, chemistry. I mean, it is the same. There's something about the aroma of garbage in <laughs> love. <laughs> but you have to admit, you have to admit, sense. even though you hate Peter Parker and MJ. Oh, no. I Like, this scene I is don't, beautiful. I think they're lovely people. I just don't think they're right for each other. This but, scene is beautiful. Um, They have a purely carnal relationship <laughs> oh <my gosh. laughs> there's nothing deeper. there's no support behind that um, no no they're, they're truly in love they love they, each they other, love each other yeah. um, and it's just the struggle of the hero yeah and um, him having to keep that secret yeah. you know, no matter what and she is trying to she is there for uh-huh. him yeah. she is trying to let him know yeah I love you still yeah I'm doing great yeah I'm ready for a relationship yeah Let's get this on. Let's get this party started. And he is. Yeah, I at mean, this point, like, there's a lot of context that needs to be, like, uh, uh, remembered. Yeah. MJ already told Peter that she loved him. Already. I mean, granted, it was, it was at this point, it's like two years from the first movie. That's uh, crazy. Yeah, it is crazy. But have even so. Have they not seen each other in two years? No, no. Of course they have. I'm sure they have. I mean, it definitely makes it seem like they all haven't seen each other in years. No, I, I I I wouldn't buy that. They're friends. I'm sure they've run into each other, but Peter's also been just busy. You know, yeah. that's what he keeps saying. He's been busy. He's Spider Man. You know, so he probably doesn't see people, but I'm sure he's like seen. I don't them. think it has been two years because he they was in college in the first one, and he's still in college. Yeah, is he getting his PhD? What's no, he doing? College is four years typically. He's an undergrad. So, because the first movie, he was like a year into college, wasn't he? Um, High school and then the first movie. I, I don't see know just if he started ever, school. Yeah, he had just started school okay, after the sense. first movie. Yeah, um, and now it's been two years later. He's in college. He's probably a sophomore in, in yeah. college. Um, but anyways, the context behind this scene is that MJ's already told him that she loves him. Yeah, that she like she's literally get, poured her heart out to yeah. Peter, and kissed him. You know, they kissed at the at the funeral, um, and Peter told her that. He'll always be there for her. He'll always be her friend. And she's like, just a friend, Peter Parker? And it's like, that's all I have to give. So, unfortunately, you know, she knows that. Yeah. But at this uh, backyard scene, again, you know, she's already told him that she loves him. She's just waiting on him. Yeah. yeah. Like, the whole movie, MJ is just waiting on Peter. And she's like, I like seeing you today. And yeah. he's like, oh, boy, yeah. And she's like... <laughs> She's like, oh boy, yeah, what? And he just like is incapable yeah. of getting any word out because he is just struck by how much he loves her. Yeah. Like I think I think if you if you have ever like liked a girl uh a significant amount, you can relate to Peter Parker just like being awestruck yeah. anytime almost, you're, you're in front of the girl that almost you almost like if I was like you know, met someone so much, I just wanted to spend the rest of my life with yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and like, you know, exactly. marry them. Exactly. Yeah. Right. I wonder if I had that experience. Yeah, probably not uh, yet. Yeah. You're, you're young. <laughs> uh, you sounded like, sound like the Green Goblin. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, but anyways, MJ is just like 
trying. She's, she's trying, trying to get him and to. In that conversation, she's done. She's done with him. Well, at the end of the conversation, because she says all these things, she's trying to give it, and then she goes, "You know what? I'm kind of seeing someone." Yeah. Because now she's going the petty route. She's done with the waiting. She's like, if "This guy's not gonna shoot his yeah. shot." And she gave him the opportunity. She yeah, was. I'm she literally said. Him. She literally said, uh, whenever he was just like awestruck, and after she put her hand on his face, she was like, "Is there something you want to say?" Yeah. You know, she's like, Dear she Lord. is trying and Dear trying Lord. to get yeah. him to vocalize her feelings yeah. to her, and he doesn't. He's just like, I was wondering if you're still in the village. <laughs> She's just like, you're such a mystery. Yeah. And then she walks away. And she's like, I'm seeing someone, you know? And Peter's like. Oh. I just want him to do, like, the no that he does when, like, she's in danger. Yeah. Like, I'm seeing somebody now. At this point, Peter still doesn't know yeah. how to go about this. He's just like, doesn't oh, know that's how good, to you know, companionship and all. Human emotion. <laughs> all this, Peter's feeling. From uh-huh. Harry to Aunt May, mm-hmm. um, and then Doctor Ma- Connors, Doctor Connors, Mr. Mary Aziz. Jane, like he, you know, yeah. So at this point, let's just talk about like all the people because there are like we said that the the movie's just setting up the fact that Peter Parker is having a rough time yeah. in his life. But there are people. First of all, we have Mr. Aziz mm-hmm. who fires him. Yep. Uh, we have J. Jonah Jameson who tries to fire him, yep. tells him that his artistic photos are crap, only wants <laughs> pictures of Spider Man. He's just it basically that's only why, the only reason why Peter is at the Daily Bugle. Uh, and he says it. He literally <laughs> yeah. J. Jonah Jameson says that that's the only reason he's there. Um next we have Dr. Connors, yeah, who is, you know, just like also just disappointed with Peter. Yeah. Then we have Harry. Yeah. Who is like his brother, his best friend, but is still just like animosity between Peter. Yeah. Uh, then Aunt we May. have Aunt May, who is just like, you know, she has one moment of like really strong like tension with Peter because she just like breaks down over the whole Aunt Ben situation, which yeah. Peter knows that he had something to do with that, but he can't tell her because he's, you know, at this point he's scared. And finally, we have MJ. MJ. Is like trying to get him to tell her that. He loves her, but he's just like he can't yeah. do it because he's Spider Man. Well, and and Mary Jane, that scene was after Aunt May because he says that he's gonna be there for the play, and she says, "Don't disappoint me." Mm-hmm. And he said, "I won't." Foreshadowing, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> foreshadowing. Yeah. In my notes, I have a uh, spoiler alert. He does. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, yeah. And so then we go from that to rent. Yeah. <laughs> he goes back to his apartment. He's like. Rent, <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Mr. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Dit Ditkovich. Ditkovich, yeah. Yeah, Mr. Ditkovich uh, is like he goes. He's like Peter's walking back into his like closet apartment. <laughs> For real, it is legitimately a closet. Has a great like window. Yeah. Oh yeah. Has a great window. view of the city. Great view of the city. So whatever he's paying, the crazy thing, he's probably paying as much for that apartment as I pay for like my house. <laughs> it probably more. <laughs> Maybe. Um, because yeah. New York is insane. But yeah. um, um, he's walking up into his apartment, and Mr. Dickovich and his wife and some other guy are in the little tiny, little, tiny daughter. little kitchen. That's his daughter. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. His, yeah. his daughter. Are in this like tiny little kitchen. It looks like their place is just as small. I was gonna say it's a little bit bigger as a kitchen. (laughs) That's about it. Um, They're just like having having dinner, and he's like rent, rent. 
Hi. Hi. What's hi? Can I spend it? Uh, I have a paycheck due this week. And... You're a month late again. Again. I promise as soon as I... If promises were crackers, my daughter would be fat. <laughs> I'm really sorry, Mr. Dickovich. You know, all I got is this 20 for the rest of the week. <sighs> sorry doesn't pay the rent. And don't try to sneak past me. I have ears like a cat. And eyes like a rodent. <laughs> Peter's like... Well, and they're playing like poker. Yeah, yeah. He's like, you, you're, you're late on this month's rent. Again. <laughs> Again. <laughs> I have ears like a cat and eyes like a rodent. <laughs> and then he gives him like a growl. He's like, thanks. <laughs> Peter's like... And then uh, the dog says, hi, Pete. And then that's when the... And then like the kitchen explodes. <laughs> <laughs> so he walks in. Yeah. But um, so, I mean... That's that's rough. Yeah, that's rough. That's He's got a, you know, that was one other person. Yeah. So what is that like? Six or seven people who just like are against Peter Parker. Yeah, seven. We just need one more thing, and it would be the ultimate metaphor for the eight extra large yeah. dish pizzas. <laughs> uh, well, if it's seven, maybe it's himself. If it's seven, I don't know. Did we count? But yeah, the rent it, the rent would be seven. Oh well, then it, then there's the sinister seven. Yeah. Ooh, Ooh Sam interesting. Raimi. <laughs> interesting. Nah, I'm just kidding. Um, well, uh, and the uh, and the eight would be himself. He's letting himself ooh. down by uh, not being emotionally there for yeah. him. So, anyways, he goes back to his room. He turns on that police scanner, and you know, Spider Man never takes a day off. Never takes a day off. So now we go from that to uh, Osborne's lab, mm-hmm. and Harry is just like. Nobel Prize, Otto. <laughs> Nobel, Nobel Prize, Nobel. Otto. Nobel Prize. I love how he's like, this is going to make us rich. And it's like, Nobel yeah. Prize, you get a million dollars. And that's about it. Yeah. Well, I mean, you get notoriety also. prestige, I guess, yeah. yeah. Doctor, Mr. Osborne's here. Nobel Prize, Otto. Nobel Prize. We'll all be rich. Yeah, it's not about the prizes, Harry. Uh, but you need money. You need Oscorp. Who do we have here? This is my good friend I called you about. The guy who got me through high school science. Peter Parker, sir. Parker? I'm writing a paper on you for Yes, a... yes, I know what you're doing here, but I really don't have time to talk to students right now. <clears throat> but Oscorp pays the bills, so... That's right. That's why I have to take off. Board meeting, but my job is done here. Got you two geniuses together. Good luck tomorrow, Otto. Nobel Prize. <laughs> we'll see you in Sweden. See you in Sweden. Yeah. <laughs> see you in Sweden. <laughs> Whenever he says that, I was just thinking, like, Peter Parker's like dirt poor and his best friend is like taking trips to Sweden. Well, that's that's what I'm saying is that later in the movie, Harry like slaps Peter because he's like, you don't like Spider-Man because he's your bread and butter. I'm yeah. like, you could be a good friend and be like, I'm going to pay your rent for the next year. <laughs> yeah. So you don't have to like, I mean, he could afford that. Yeah. Like, so you're literally slapping a man for just trying to stay alive. Yeah. Like, that's insane. Yeah. Come on, Harry. I mean... He was yeah. drunk. Yeah, yeah, he was drunk. He was drunk. And anyway. as we know, Harry is not the, the brightest of students. Um, he proved his father wrong by he, being able to graduate. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, so he, uh, Peter and Dr. Otto hit it off. Yeah, oh, yeah, immediately. I mean, because Otto, like, right off the bat, like, your Connor's student, he says, you're brilliant but lazy. Brilliant. <laughs> yeah, what he's like, Dr. Connors told me about you. <laughs> says you're brilliant. He also tells me you're lazy. I just want to know that conversation where, like, Connors is, you know, hanging with, with Otto. They're just, like, chilling yeah. out. He's like, you know what? I got the student. Peter Parker. He's brilliant, man. 
man, is he lazy? Yeah, <laughs> I was probably like, exactly how it went down. Yeah, Otto was like, I don't care about you. <laughs> That's what you're talking about, Connor. No, not at all. <laughs> no, 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 no. This guy beat a burger. <laughs> no, that, no, he would care because, uh, you know, companies like Oscorp are always looking for interns from universities. You know, that's yeah. where that's where that makes sense. That's yeah, where people right. that's where companies get their like new workers yeah. from like universities. Well, in the video game, Spider-Man, the video game, new one, um, Harry or uh, Peter works with Dr. Connors oh, yeah. or uh, Otto. Otto. Oh, okay. Yeah. They're like, there like you go. close friends. So. Yeah. It's very interesting. So uh, Dr. Otto Octavius immediately takes on the role of like mentor uh, for Peter because he gives him like right off the bat from the very first conversation they have, he gives him a speech. You know, he's like um, uh, knowledge, you know, is a is a privilege meant yeah. to be used for the good of mankind. Um, and so, like, you know, he's trying to teach Harry or sorry, he's trying to teach Peter. Yeah. To not be so. uh uh, lazy yeah. to be a bit more dependable yeah. to be a good student. So that well, because Ido is is very like well put together. Oh yeah, he looks like yeah, great. Exactly. And then Rosie comes over, and yeah. you know, this is my wife Rosie, and she, um, yeah. so letting Otto know that his lunch is ready, and uh, <laughs> well, we're, that, yeah, yeah, and exactly. then Peter sees that's, what they're that's building back when they're back at their house. No, no, this is uh. That's what leads him to the house. So she's letting him know, and then Peter's talking about the machine that he's making. Kind of, it's like photosynthetic, you know, energy uh, and all this stuff. Uh, and like, he's, and Peter's uh, like explaining yeah. it to Doctor Otto's like, and go like, on. He's yeah. like, an exponential increase in energy output. Synthetic frequencies, harmonic reinforcement. Go on, an exponential increase in energy output. A huge amount of energy, like a perpetual sun, providing renewable power for yeah. the whole world. And that's the big thing for yeah. Doctor Otto Octavius: the power of the sun. Yeah. In the palm of my hand. Uh, and you know, that's when we cut to Peter saying, "Are you sure it's you know they're at they're back eating?" Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he's like, "Are you sure it's sustainable?" And he's like. <laughs> You don't think I'm talking about He's like, about what, are we, what have we been talking about for the last hour? Yeah. He's like, Rosie, our new friend thinks I'm going to blow up the city. <laughs> and she's like, he's done his homework. Rosie, our new friend thinks I'm going to blow up the city. You can sleep soundly tonight. Otto's done his homework. They they have Otto's done beautiful his diction. Yeah. Um, but, you know, that's a love. We were just saying, whenever we watched this scene together, we were saying, this is a lovely scene. Ah. The lunch scene in uh, They're a lovely couple. They're well, a lovely, lovely couple well, with well, a lovely well. house with a lovely uh lunch guest, yeah. Peter Parker, and they are just having a beautiful gay old time. Gay old time. They're just they're loving it. Well, and he's like, "Let me tell you about love." Yeah. <laughs> you got you got to get poetry. Oh yeah. If you want anything to do with love yeah. because That's what of, makes it so lovely, I think, uh, cuz they're talking about how him and Rosie met and he's yeah. just like you know what? She was. I was trying to explain the theory of relativity, and Rosie was trying to explain T. S. Eliot. Ah. <laughs> he's like, I still, I still think that uh, T. S. Eliot is more complicated than quantum physics. <laughs> That's a great line. It's beautiful. Yeah, great line. Yeah, and it just cuts to now. Peter is in the laundromat reading poetry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was the whole thing. Yeah, because he's if like, you if, want you, if you to... want a girl to fall in love with you. Reader poetry. Reader poetry. And so now he's in the laundromat washing his suit. Spider which suit. It's great. You never see that. What superhero movie? <laughs> Who does that? 
like this, washes their superhero. That's what I'm saying. Like right. this is a new age, like an art type of movie, <laughs> like where you see not just the hero, but Do the hero's daily life. You think art is just like someone doing their chores? No, <laughs> like, but it's no. showing the reality of somebody's life, you know, and making it beautiful. That's yeah. what that's what an art film does. Shows Making your sh- underwear red. <laughs> you never put the colors in with the white. Yeah, you never a, do it's it. It's a rookie mistake. Uh, I was thinking he probably just he probably put he's those in too without, poor. without without thinking. I think he's too poor to do two separate loads. You think so? Yeah, uh, the dude can barely pay his rent. Yeah, he probably. He right. literally just told, "I have twenty bucks to get me through the week." Yeah, <laughs> and Mister Dickovich is like <laughs> snatches, <laughs> snatches it. <laughs> so um, from that moment, um, he's the laundry to uh, I guess it goes straight into him getting ready for the play, right? Uh, yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah. It tried so hard to be someone that she forgot who you are. Uh, which, which, uh, man, you and I are such huge fans of this song. Yeah. You tried so hard to be someone, but you forgot who you are. (laughs) I love that song. And this is like a montage leading up to him. This is the next day. He's getting ready for MJ's uh, play. Yeah. And he's he opens his closet and he's like looking back and forth. And he's like, what should I wear? And then you look at his closet and he's like, spider suit or regular uh, suit? Regular suit. Amazing. <laughs> Beautiful. I mean, uh, his suit's great. It's yeah. a great suit. And you know, this is another point that I wanted to make. Yesterday, you and I mentioned this while we watched the movie. There's mm-hmm. so many just like tiny moments of joy in yeah. this movie. And this is one of them. The laundry scene before is another one. Yeah. The the lunch scene before with Dr. Otto and his Rosie yeah. is another one. Yeah. And then just going forward, uh, him... Uh, going out on the street buying flowers yeah. is another one because he buys flowers, he gives the person the money, he and then the, per- like the person's bucks. just like, <laughs> wait a second. <laughs> he like takes half the flowers, you gives them like the worst flowers. Thing. You get two flowers. Yeah, he literally gives them like the worst flowers. It's <laughs> like, Peter's just like, yeah, exactly. it still would be. It's just, and that's another case of New York. Well, just we like, see Mary Jane getting ready, and she's so excited. Oh, she's so excited. Like, you can tell these guys are in love. Oh my gosh, it's like, the most excited. lovely oh, so love kidding. in any movie. She's just like her her actor friend yeah. is like, you seem giddy today, and she's like, well, you never know yeah. who might show up. Yeah, you never know who might show up. <laughs> oh, she is so in love. They're so giddy, so so in love, and um, so. Peters driving his moped. Uh huh. Great scene. Yeah. Um, his spider sense hits him because the car is about to ram into the yeah. back of him. Does a backflip. <laughs> Another triple backflip. Like literally in, like over in high a vehicle. School. Amazing. Yeah. Off of a vehicle. That triple backflip is his signature. Somebody might say it's a signature Spider-Man move. Yeah. yeah. He did that in high school. Uh, there was another point in Spider-Man One where he did that triple backflip. Oh, at the end with the glider. Yeah, uh, yeah. The gliders coming. No, from that's his. Him. That's his. Like, that's his go-to. That's his man. spider sense thing. That's his spidey sense. There's always a spider sense in the triple backflip. Yeah. So he does a triple backflip off his moped. His moped gets destroyed. Yeah. These he two lands. Kids. <laughs> yeah. These two kids who are by themselves in New York. 
Well, I mean, if if you live in New York, two little children by themselves in New York. There, City. there are children like that all over. Uh, <laughs> it's true. Like if you live in New York, you're not scared. And they're like, whoa, how did you do that? Yeah. And he's like, well, eat your. <laughs> no, he's like, well, uh, <laughs> plenty of rest, uh, exercise. You know, eat, eat your veg- green vegetables. <laughs> and he's like, my, my mama, mama always <laughs> told me that. I just never actually believed the. <laughs> and then, <laughs> so that's another nugget of just like gold. Like this movie is yeah. filled with yeah. just like gold moments. Well, and the cops are chasing, which once again we really have to reinforce the fact that cops are worthless in this world. <laughs> they wow. are trying. That's to, a bold statement, Todd. They are trying to chase down this car, uh-huh. and. And the shotgun hits the front light, so they go careening. Yeah, well, they don't want to be and shot. And they literally, like, hit another car and go flying in the air, which oh my that gosh. would never happen. Never, never oh, happen. Oh, sure it would. No, it would yes, not. Yes, it would. No, it not. Well, based on what are you saying? Uh, physics. Like, oh, are you, you a physicist? A car, yeah, I am a physicist. <laughs> <laughs> no, I have been in an incident where you hit a car like that. And it does not go flying in the air like okay, that. Okay, well, you haven't been in they the would exact have to, incident. You realize how fast they would be have to go into it was a car projectile, chase. like it a, was a car several chase. ton car. Yeah, and it was a car chase, so they were going pretty darn fast. This cop car goes careening into the air. Yeah. It's about to hit these people. And then... Yeah. Oh, man. Can we talk about the sound ah, in this moment? Great. Like, this is the one thing, even from when I was a child, even yeah. when I was a kid, like, I remember thinking, like, wow, the sound makes this whole, like, <laughs> two-second scene beautiful. Because yeah. it's like, wow. And yeah. it just, like, cuts out. And everybody's, like, everybody crouches down because they're about to get hit by this yeah. car. And there's just, like, quiet. <laughs> And then they all open their eyes and it's like, dun, 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 dun. Yeah, the music and picks up. Spider Man's just like, go! Yeah. yeah. Go, Spider Man, go! go. Um, so, does that mean that when he was looking at his suit and he saw the tie and suit and the Spider Man suit, he goes, I'm going to wear both? Uh, he always wears the Spider Man suit. Yeah, he always clothes. Always wears it. Yeah. So, um,. So he goes, takes out the villains, mm-hmm. takes out everyone's pretty quick scene, actually. Yeah. So makes me think that he was already going to be late. Well, he's late. Always late. Always late. You're late, Peter. Always, Always late. late. Uh, <laughs> so, um, he swings through a, a semi-truck, which yeah. I might add is one of the coolest scenes. Oh, so cool. One yeah. of the coolest swings. I mean, that whole action movie. sequence is great. Yeah. And um, so, Which I will just say really quickly. Yeah. There's so many cool uh, Spider-Man swinging through the city scenes in the original trilogy of Spider-Man, and they don't they don't have that with the new Spider-Man. Yeah, they don't have cool they, scenes. They of him keep swinging it pretty wide the angle, don't they? And whenever they do have scenes of him swinging through the city, it just looks really fake. I wonder if it's just like super hard to do that now. I don't know, but like the ones that are in this trilogy, they don't look super fake. Yeah. Like, they don't look, I mean, they're obviously not real, but they just don't look, like, obviously fake. Yeah, they do a good job of making us feel like we're swinging along. Oh, man, such a good job. So, um, he drives the car that the the bad guys had and- Takes care of the bad guys, drives the car. Somehow changes clothes in the midst of it. Amazing. Driving and changing. (laughs) He parks the car in front of the theater and the policeman's like, 
Hey, yo, buddy. Yo, hey, yo, champ. Oh, he's like, chief. Chief, if you leave the car here, I'm towing it. And Peter pauses. He's like, whatever. whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and locks in. Yeah. And, uh, locks in the, the doors. And then the man, uh, what's the guy's name? I don't remember, I but it's the same guy who announced him, him yeah. in the wrestling event. I always think Burt Reynolds for some so reason. So it's a friend. Yes, Burt Reynolds is it's not Burt <laughs> the Reynolds. guy. It's like, it's. Be Buster. Well, anyways, he's like, yeah, this guy is encouraging the... him to fix his tie. No, no. First, he's like, he walks in. Peter walks in the doors, and the guy at the front is like, oh, uh, your shoelaces untied. He gets down, ties his shoelaces. He gets up, starts walking Bruce again. Bruce Campbell. Bruce Campbell. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, oh, you might want to, you know, yeah. fasten up a little tie. tie. And Peter's like, oh yeah, good, yeah. good point. And he walks up. And he's like, oh, can I help you? And he's like. Yeah, I'm here to see the play. He's like, "Oh, sorry, nobody will be seated after the play has." Yeah, begun. shows the sign. Shows the yeah. sign. <laughs> he's like, it "Helps to maintain the illusion." And I have in my notes that in that moment you looked over at me and you said, uh, "New York is cutthroat." <laughs> New York is cutthroat because this is just another case of New York just like not letting Peter get his way. Yeah. Peter does not get his way. Yeah. Like ever in this movie. So in that we see Mary Jane is on the, the stage mm-hmm. and she sees an empty seat. She sees the empty seat. And she's disappointed. Yeah. She literally told Peter, Don't disappoint me. I know. Don't disappoint her. I know. He's sitting and he's just like listening to this woman play. Spider-Man, Spider-Man, does whatever a spider can. Swings his way. <laughs> and Peter's face is like, yeah, so, he's like, Ugh. Um, so Peter, or Mary Jane comes out and the actress friend friend's like, like hey are you sure you don't want to come with us and it's like yeah i'm sure mm-hmm. so peter's about to go over yeah and he say like something. stands uh starts walking a little, little closer and then he's like can i get your autograph and it's the guy the astronaut so that begs me to ask the question if peter had been there what would have happened would the guy have been like can i get your autograph Wait, who's this guy? Yeah. Would she have been like, hey, Peter, this is a friend of mine. Uh-huh. Peter's my boyfriend. Or would no. that have been an awkward no. situation? I think I think what happened was at this point they were like, they were more official, you know? Because like the, the night before, this is the day after she told him, you know, in the backyard. But the night before, whenever she mentioned it, she was like, I don't really know yet. But I think by that point they were like more official, you know? It's kind of, I mean, that's what happens in a real relationship. That's messed you know? up. That's messed up that she is so much more in love with someone else, but she's dating someone else. Well, I mean, I can't, I, I don't, I understand because at, at some point, like it's two years from the, from the point where she professed her love for Peter. At some point, anybody in their right mind is going to be like, I just got to move on, you know? But she hasn't, apparently. Yes, she, she hasn't. If she was that excited no, for Peter hasn't. to come and then yeah, that things destroyed. Things aren't perfect. Things aren't perfect, you know. She still has those feelings, but, you know, she's trying to do her best. She's like, I know, I got to move on, you know. So she's doing her best to move on, even though it's not perfect, you know. She still has those feelings. Yeah. All right, so we cut to the next day, and Peter 
calls her mm-hmm. on the on the on the phone. Yeah. Payphone yeah. and you know does the whole thing and I actually really like the camera work in the scene cuz in both his scene and Mary Jane's scene the camera does a 360 mm-hmm. uh spin yeah. with the phone thing kind of in the middle or the subject matter yeah. of the person. Yeah. It's like revolving around the yeah. phone. And so it's just kind of we're seeing in this moment two worlds. Yeah. Kind of Spinning around. Spinning around, but not quite connecting, yeah. not quite touching, yeah. because, you know. Yeah, the cinematography is great. He almost had it. He almost convinced her. He almost was like, that, you know, person didn't let me in. And then it, and she's like mad. Yeah. Does she not know how poor he is? <laughs> <laughs> because he also had to drag home his, uh, his scooter, his scooter his, like, moped. with a wall of her posters looking at him. So <laughs> that's just another moment I mean, with uh, another moment that shows New York just hates Peter. Oh man, New York hates Peter. Yeah, um, but he it, on the phone, he's just like, "I know you predicted that I'd disappoint you," and she's yeah. like, "Bingo!" She yeah. throws the keys at the at the phone. Yeah, and he's just like, and then at I don't know where the phone is like, "Please insert fifty cents to continue the call." Yeah. And he is so poor, he doesn't even have – like, he's yeah. literally dirt poor. He doesn't have 50 cents. He is dirt. Yeah. Poor um, guy. So and, um, he can't make it to her thing, but conveniently enough, can make it to Otto's thing. So <laughs> we see where Peter's interests lie and his allegiance lie and his love lies in science. Science is the true love of Peter Parker. Yeah, I mean, that is true. I mean, I'm just saying, science he, he, is, he misses everything. Science is always a late for everything and makes it to Otto's thing perfectly on time. Perfect. Well, there was there were no disturbances. In the morning? Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> true, New York and day, nothing ever happened around 9 a.m. in September. Um, you love to bring up... <laughs> I'm just saying... If you're going to make police officers and firefighters literally a couple years after 9-11 happened worthless at their jobs. They're not worthless. They're just not They're as never good recognized as for doing a good job. Of course they are. The firefighters when, when in, the whole in every single fire are always like, you know, helping. The fire always goes out and they can never get to the person. They can never save anyone. Even well, they're, when they're showing goes that in, Spider-Man can do something that they can't. It's realistic. Otherwise, there'd be no need for Spider-Man. That's that's just disrespectful to all 911. <laughs> You're disrespectful. Uh, <laughs> so they're at Otto's uh, event, yeah. and you know he's being charming. He's letting everyone. This is when we get the reveal of the arms. Yeah, um, they're to help him, and uh, they're sentient. Uh-huh. And everyone's, you know, the clear. This is where we get some uh, interesting. Um, exposition, yeah, because they're like, so if they're sentient, how are you not uh, afraid yeah, that the, they're going to take well, over? The, yeah, the woman's like, uh, Doctor Octavius, if these if these uh, claws are as powerful <laughs> as you say they are, uh, what <laughs> what keeps you from being vulnerable to them? And he's like, just charming, the most charming scientist. He's like, right, you are. Right, you are. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, he's like, I have this tiny little glass chip. The inhibitor chip. <laughs> the inhibitor chip. And he like shows And no backup little... besides that. <laughs> Just well, one inhibitor chip. Yeah, I guess that's true. I mean, you would think you'd have at least one fail safe, but. Yeah. Um, well, that was his one fail safe. Yeah. Um, A very anyways, fragile one. Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> so charming. Everything he says, like Man. once once he starts to, well, at first he starts off with a joke. He's like, uh, "Before we begin, does has anybody lost a large roll of twenty dollar bills wrapped around a rubber band?" 
because yeah. we found the rubber band. <laughs> Everybody's like, <laughs> yeah. I I wonder if that was another day that everyone just had to like go home for that day because they were just losing it on yeah. set. They're like, all right, everyone, Maybe. come back twenty four hours. Just shows how great of a director Sam Raimi is. <laughs> where he he lets this stuff like he lets this stuff because he's like, I love it. <laughs> And then, like another, whenever the presentation I begins, whenever the presentation begins, he's yeah. like, another beautiful line. He's just like, "Give me the blue lights, Rosie." Like it's it's same thing like in Nor like in the Spider Man yeah. One, Norman Osborn like becoming Green Goblin. He's like, "Oh, it's, it's cold. cold. Yeah, uh, it's great. Give me the blue lights, Rosie." Um, but we we see that the uh, it, the claws or the the legs and the uh-huh, oct- the tentacles, the tentacles, they uh. How they goes in is spinal like, yeah, into spinal, his spinal cord, like, yeah. and man, that that would hurt. He's just like, yeah, yeah. everybody's know? like, it, oh. he would be screaming a bone into your backbone, like a a a needle, yeah, into your, let alone like twenty needles. Yeah. Oh, I mean, that would hurt so much. Well, for science, for science, for science. Um, <laughs> so, uh, science as, rules. <laughs> science rules. So he walks over and he's got his uh, is it iridium? Uh oh, it's uh Tr- tritium. Mm, I think, I think it's, it's tritium. Tritium. Yeah. Uh, tritium. Special thanks to yeah. Oscorp for providing it. only twenty five pounds in the world. Yeah. So it's. I'd like to thank Harry rad. Osborne and Oscorp Industries for providing us. <laughs> and he uh he puts it in the middle and starts floating and he's yeah. like he puts his goggles on and he's like. Fasten your seatbelts. Oh, I love it. <laughs> and, All of his uh, lines are awesome. And the lasers go and zoom, zoom, bam, zoom, we zoom, have zoom. we have some light. And the reporter says to Harry, "Yeah, this is this is a breakthrough, breakthrough beyond unlike. your father's wildest dreams." Yeah, and he's like, "Thanks." Thank and you. he's just so excited. Everything's going well. And then the Asian scientist is like, "We have a successful fusion reaction." Yeah, and I, the music in the scene is like. Oh, so beautiful. <laughs> uh, that is Daniel Day Kim, who went on to have Lost fame. and oh, it, I knew he looked yeah, familiar. Yeah, so he is. Uh, what was that guy's name in Lost? Um, His wife was Sun. Yeah. And he was. Uh, like June or John? John? Something like that. Ah, oh, man. But he yeah. was a great Daniel Day Kim, he's, he's awesome. He's I knew a, he looked familiar. Yeah, he was like. Even I think I remember watching. I'm like, man, this guy's like a leading man. Yeah, like, yeah. No, like, the way he says this line, he's like, "Doctor, uh, we have a successful fusion reaction." He should have been. I almost feel like he would have been a great like, uh, on Star Trek. Oh yeah, yeah. Anyway, you're talking about yeah. Uh, but still, that guy, the guy that was the guy on Star Trek, yeah, yeah, is, is awesome. Um. So, uh, everything's going well. Everyone's yeah. happy. And, and then, then Peter Parker's the first one to notice. He looks down, sees a paperclip, like. <sighs> Starting to starting to yeah you know go, gets magnetized yeah everything's starting to go in women's jewelry's ripping off yeah. them the lights on top or I like, mean this know. goes from zero to a thousand to bad real yeah. quick real and, quick and Doctor Otto is just like he wants this to work he's just like please remain calm <laughs> it's just a flare up it'll go away in a minute and he's just like you know pushing it back with yeah. his claws. He's but then there's just like one flare up that's like, oh, it's real big. Yeah, and yeah. and and uh, you know, yeah, start going bad quick. Everything people breaking. start taking cover. Yeah, people are running, and then that's when they have a giant glass window yeah. that breaks because it was a steel like yeah, uh, lining. steel like beams and Rosie. Oh. 
Poor Rosie. She reaches screams. her demise. And this is like horror level. Oh, we, yeah. We have got to talk about the screams in this movie. The screams <laughs> are insane. Yeah. Truly There's horror so women's level screams. Yeah. And so Rosie dies. Glass hits her, close, close. Oh, uh, but you know, the way it's shown is like there's one shard of glass with one like sharp point that's turning and it turns right right into her eye. It hits her eye. And she just hits that. I mean, the stunt double, whoever like fell down, did a great job. Like, this hits the wall. Non bloody, might I add. Non bloody, we got to keep it PG. Yeah. 13. (laughs) I think it's PG. It's a PG. I'm pretty sure it's it's 13. Yeah. yeah. Um, Um, Well, I don't know, but it's probably. Yeah. And so. Doc Ock is distressed by that, but he's still like he's still trying. trying you know, he's the only keep... one who's who's trying to to yeah. get everything. While well, everybody's everybody's taking cover, yeah. Harry looks over. This has already happened, but Harry looks over and Peter's gone. Yeah, you know, Peter knows he's got to become Spider Man. Um, Spider Man eventually shows up on the. Can on you the imagine ceiling. what Harry's thinking? Everyone in Peter's life. Has to think like Peter is the biggest coward in the world <laughs> that he just leaves, yeah. And that Spider Man shows up like there's well, there's too many things he that always happen. leaves whenever big things are happening, so people don't have time to formulate those thoughts. You know, their big thoughts are fight or flight. You know, when something big happens and you live through it, the number one thing you do is reflect about it, yeah. There has been many big events that have happened. Why have Harry and Peter never talked about the, like, parade attack in the first movie? They did talk about it. They talked about it afterwards. I guess so. A little bit. Yeah. You're, you're right. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. yeah. They were just kind of like, that's kind of crazy. Yeah. And then they were like, <laughs> what was that thing? Peter was like, I don't know. Whatever it is, someone's got to stop it. <laughs> um, so they didn't talk about it. Anyways. Um, so spy- he's like, yeah, well, Harry's like, shut it off. Shut it yeah, off. Yeah. And then. Uh, It'll the- soon stabilize. Once again, Harry screaming yeah, and it, not being aware of his surroundings. Yeah, and he's like, I pay the bills here. <laughs> this is my business. I'm calling the shots. Shut it off. <laughs> and then he's computer. about to like get killed by this thing that's about to hit him. Giant computer or something. Spider-Man like, swings, saves him, and, Peter, and Harry's like, this, this doesn't, doesn't change anything. <laughs> <laughs> he just stares at him. Yeah, <laughs> and then Spider-Man is like, is trying to pull the plug, and Otto's like, no. what are you doing? And he's like, no. Yeah, he like... Uses one of his claws to like hit Spider-Man out of the way, and then Otto gets like electrified by yeah. one flare, which hits the inhibitor chip, destroys the, it. The inhibitor chip is gone. Yeah, kind of like how Norman Osborn was like, oh, 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 oh. Yeah, yeah, you know, parallels. I don't know, parallels. Um, <laughs> well, Rosie, I think it's after Peter gets hit, uh, Spider-Man gets hit, and he's like, now, and then that's when the glass breaks, killing Rosie, uh-huh. and then that's what makes. Dr. Octopus or Doc Ock turn around because he's like Rosie and then it's like and, yeah. he's like, oh. and then Peter jumps on and pulls the plug pulls the plugs which apparently those plugs are super strong oh my God. because he pulls them and They're it just massive. rips the panels off yeah. the wall and uh, that scene is over yeah that Very scene was sad scene tense. Um, we're outside ambulances are going by and uh, Harry is like I'm ruined yeah. I have nothing Except for a Spider Man. Yeah. Like it's just like, wait, you're And then his his like right hand man is like, You saved your life, sir. Yeah. And Harry <laughs> and Harry's like, 
he humiliated, he humiliated me by touching me. Yeah. <laughs> and he puts on his sunglasses. Like, Harry's just, Harry wants nothing to I do. I love that. I love that he's like, I have nothing except for Spider-Man. He saved your life, sir. I'm ruined. I have nothing left except Spider-Man. He saved your life, sir. He humiliated me by touching me. He humiliated me by touching yeah. me. Who says that? He's so like, he's so bitter. Yeah, so, so evil, bitter. so hateful. Yeah, and, and so um, many other people are like, they show Rosie like dead. Real quick, yep. Yeah, they show uh, blink over her face to let her know, yeah. hey, she's dead. Yeah, a lot of other people are coming out, and then at the end, Peter Parker comes out. Yeah. Um, and you know, it's it's sad. It's sad. So um, from that moment on, I think we go to the surgery scene. So now <laughs> they're in the surgery, yeah. and the doctor makes a joke. Goes, "Anyone take a shot?" And everyone's like, "Ah!" Anyone take a shot class? This is the third time that, as they were filming, they had to take the day off because that was just too funny. <laughs> it's too everyone funny. Had to go. Just so like, joke of the day. Everyone. <laughs> yeah. costing, costing the studio millions, but it's just, take the day off. Take the day off. <laughs> everyone go off. Yeah. <laughs> this is guys are right. Yeah. So, Sony's like, wait, wait, what? Take the day off? What? We're yeah. losing millions. No, take the day off. <laughs> trust day. Oh, trust me. We're, we cannot read these lines. Yeah, Sam like, Raimi's just like, don't worry about it. <laughs> this movie's going to be great. It's going to be the greatest superhero movie of all time. Smoking a cigar. Don't yeah. worry about it. Um, Sam Raimi can do whatever he so wants. So these doctors, I mean, it is as good as it can get. Let's just talk about how great this scene is for a second. This it, scene is one of the most awesome scenes in any superhero this is movie. peak camp horror yeah. scene. This is about as much as a superhero movie can become a horror movie yeah. without actually becoming a horror yeah. movie. Yeah. Cuz like this is this is Sam Raimi at his best. The lighting, the editing, the camera work, yeah. the screaming, the acting. Just I mean, the glances. Like there were so many and this isn't the only scene that I noticed yeah. it in. Like whenever that doctor's like anybody take shot class, everybody yeah. laughs and then yeah. he looks over because something like moved. Yeah. And it just zooms in on his face. Well, that is like, that is like horror trope one hundred and one, where yeah. it is these the hubris of yeah. the campers, yeah, exactly. you know, or yeah. or um this this kind of like we're gonna live forever attitude. Yeah, like you're on top of the world, no cares, you're gonna die. Yeah. So that is what we're seeing from the doctor. And we take shop, and literally everyone there's laughing. Yeah. Like no one's serious about it. Yeah. They're about to. He starts to change off. Little movement, looks over. As you can see, molten metal penetrated the spinal cavity and fused the vertebra at multiple points, including the lamina and the roof of the spinal column. We won't know the extent of the damage until we get in there, so I suggest we cut off these mechanical arms, slice up the harness, and if need be, consider a laminectomy with posterior spinal fusion from C7T1 to T12. We're ready, doctor. Anybody here take shop class? <laughs> <laughs> I love that. And he goes, and then that's when the horror happens. Yeah. All, All the tentacles are alive. And it, I love the shot where it just, like, shows Dr. Otto's face at, on the bottom. Yeah. And he's literally just, like, asleep. Yeah, he's got and his, And everything like, is just, like, cut. yeah. Yep. His body's moving because yeah. all the limbs are He's just, are like, moving. asleep. Yeah, and so uh, people screaming. You want to hear chaotic screaming. Oh this is gosh. the movie. Yeah. All right, this is the scene. And, like, all the women doctors. Yeah. You know, women get the uh, dragged. Claws. Yeah, she's getting this woman's getting dragged across the floor. Yeah. She's like, help me, help me. And with her nails, she's like clawing yeah. the floor. It is the most violent scene without blood. Oh, like, without without like explicit. Yeah, there's I, no blood. Yeah, none. And, and it is so violent. Oh yeah. 
It is very scary, and you know, like there's this one doctor who's like, and it takes his time with certain because there's this one doctor who like is getting attacked by one claw, and you know he's he's managing to like stay alive. There's a chainsaw beside him. He grabs a chainsaw and well, he he reaches for it, yeah, yeah. and then he gets hit, and they fall to the ground, and then out of the dust, and that is in a horror movie where like you think the hero's gonna save the day. He's got a gun or something. And then, like, two other claws are like, yep. they open they open their claws. We're from their point of view. Yeah. They come in. And, and then there's, like, three on this one guy. And you know this guy's dead. Yeah. And so everyone's dead. Doc Ock wakes up. Uh, they they the, His tentacles are very tender with him. Yeah. They lift the eye patches up. He realizes what happened. And he does the Darth Vader. No! No! <laughs> yeah. That happened in this movie. It was beautiful too. And so now he's out in the street and he's just like, What am I? And the car like comes and he flips and, it. Yeah, he flips the car. Which I, I noticed behind him, if you look, he just went through the entire hospital and it's mayhem in there. Oh really? Yeah. So you can see like he he had to walk through the entire hospital and it is like a mess behind him. And Spider Man's still Spider Man at this point, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> So, what's your point? Kind of uh, interesting how convenient uh, Spider-Man can be in one area, but not in other areas. And... Yeah, well, one person for the entire man, you know, island of Manhattan. Yeah, um, no one's calling the cops or anything. Like, yeah, well, hmm. it's probably busy. I mean, the cops were coming. Probably p- busy. Yeah, taking yeah. care of your friend or taking pictures of your friend. <laughs> <laughs> How's the bug these days? Yeah. Um, once again, just another scene where Spider-Man failed the city of New York, and um... <laughs> you're like J. Jonah Jameson. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, I'm starting to look, JJ. Uh, <laughs> he's my guy. Yeah. Uh, so so now Doc uh, uh, runs away. Yeah. Now we go to Daily Bugle. Because it goes, because Dr. Octopus, that's crap. Science squid. Crap. Oh, yeah. Dr. Strange, that's pretty good. Yeah. Let's take it. <laughs> and um, yeah, so so he's, he's mad at Peter and he's just like, Chief. Parker. Where you been? Looking for you all morning. Why don't you pay your phone bill? Mad scientist goes berserk and we don't have pictures. I heard Spider-Man was there. Where were you? Photographing squirrels? You're fired. Chief, the planetarium party. Oh, right. You're on fire. I need you. Come here. So basically we're at the Daily Bugle and J. Jonah Jameson is like, there's news everywhere. Doc Ock comes and this, you know, mad scientist gets fused to his tentacles. He's like, what should we call him? Uh, Dr. Octopus. Yeah. And Peter comes in. Who's who is it? Oh, Betty. Betty yeah. again. She's like, I found Peter. Yeah. And he's like, Where you been, Peter? You're fired. <laughs> <laughs> you're on fire. Because uh, he has uh, his astronaut son is having a party at the planetarium. And yeah. He wants Peter to take pictures. Uh-huh. And um, and so he's gonna do that. So then it cuts to does the water transition. And uh, we are with Doc Ock, and he's at his lair, new lair, and he's mm-hmm. like, my dream is dead. Everyone's dead. I should be at the bottom of the river. 
along with these claws you know like yeah. just like everyone and uh and then he's like my inhibitor chip because he's like he yeah. feels and that's when we get the classic like zoom in on the inhibitor chip and all yeah. that stuff god and um and essentially his claws are like speaking to his mind yeah. taking over him. his claws are like demons at this yeah. point they're yeah. like enticing him they're, they're like, enticing him they're being very like gentle with him yeah. but also like he can't escape yeah. them. It's great. They're Remember. actually infused to his spine. Yeah. Like, that's what they were, the doctors were saying in the surgery. They're like the molten, because he got struck by like a solar flare from the thing. Yeah. They infuse to his vertebrae. So Crazy. They, so there's like no way to get rid of them. Yeah. Um, but he, uh, you know, he's trying to figure out, piece together what to do now. Yeah. And he's like, you know, I, we're, we're I, yeah, I don't know. Well, well, he's like, I miscalculated. And then he's like, I couldn't have miscalculated. Yeah. It was working, wasn't it? <laughs> and he's like, we will rebuild. Oh, oh, he's also like, this voice inside my head. And so, like, that's when you know yeah, the, the, artificial, the yeah. artificial intelligence yeah. is, like, is, like, getting to him. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, he, he's basically, like, he starts to accept his new reality. He's like, I have to continue doing this. Yeah. He'd be like, uh, he's, he's like, we have to rebuild. And he's like, we need money. Steal it? No, I'm not a criminal. <laughs> and he's like, you're right. The real, the real crime would be not to finish what we started. <laughs> and so these claws are like, are like taking over his mind. So the devil. Yeah. yeah. No, it really is. Yeah. And he like rises up on the claws and he's like, we will rebuild. Make it bigger, stronger than ever. We'll do it here. The power of the sun in the palm of my hand. Nothing will stand in our way. Nothing. I love his outfit too. He has like this, yeah. like, yeah. <laughs> like this like perfectly cut up cloak, yeah. like cape. So he just looks like this, like monster. He's like, yeah. ah, yeah. And um, and so that's that's the end of Act One. Yeah, it's the end of Act so, One. So we end on this awesome scene with Alfred Molina just like tearing it up, crushing it. Yeah, so good. Alfred Molina, like, in the same way that. Uh, that Willem Dafoe no. should have gotten more recognition for yeah. his role as Green Goblin. Alfred Molina absolutely so killed good. it. When he is just as Otto, he is charming yeah. and wonderful oh, and great. He is a British man, and he does a great, yeah. like, you know, American yeah. accent. Yeah, oh, no, yeah. And, he definitely um, does. I was he, surprised when very I found charming. British. And then, yeah, but it's, it's almost, like, theatrical. It's like... Mm -hmm. uh, Shakespearean. He's, he's the like, kind of like human being as 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 Otto Octavius. He's the kind of human being that you just like. This guy's so cool. Yeah. You just want to be around him all the time. I respect him. Yeah, <laughs> and he's also a genius. Yeah, great. And then as as Doc Ock, he's got his own personality. Yeah. You know, the yeah. the villains in these Spider-Man movies, they have their person personality, yeah. and then they have their villain personality. It's great. It's great. It's wonderful. So. Well, we thank everyone for listening to Act 1 of Spider-Man 2. Join us next week as we dive into Act 2 of Spider-Man 2. And uh, it, it might be a two-parter. We're not sure just because a lot happens, but I feel like more happened in Act 1 of this movie than – I mean, it's already an hour longer. Yeah. We talked about an hour longer than we did the first time. So. Oh, wow. So it's crazy. So a lot happens. Well, a lot movie. happens in Act Two as well. So yeah. So we'll it, it might be a two part next week, but um, 
we just want to let you know. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Thank you for the reviews that we've gotten. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you if you have time to go to iTunes, please go there. Give us five stars. Maybe leave a review, and uh, we appreciate it. But uh, from everyone here at Studio Red, thank you. Thank you. Join us next week for Act 2 of Is It Good? Spider-Man Edition. This has been a Studio Red production. For more, go to studioredmedia.com.